Sports Pick 6, kicking off a brand new week here on the podcast. Brad Dalius joined by Jerry Skelton on this Monday, October 19th. We have lots of football to get to today, Jerry. It was a crazy weekend at both the college level and in the NFL. We have a double header coming up tonight on Monday Night Football. We'll get into that in just a little bit as well. Let's start with the college games on Saturday. And uh, man, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty whether or not Nick Saban was going to coach for Alabama. At the end of the day, I don't think it even really mattered. Uh, He did coach, but they pretty much uh, took it to Georgia. They look really impressive. Clemson put up a 70-burger in their matchup against Georgia Tech. A lot of points scored again. Hey, we're seeing more overs again, and especially in the NFL from yesterday, just a lot of points scored. Well, I mean, here I knew you were going to start off with that fraud Nick Saban over there and make the whole story about him, about him. Is he going to coach? Is he not going to coach? Who cares? I don't care who coaches. I want to see Alabama versus Georgia. I want to see the people on the field. And they did produce. And Georgia had the lead. They hung with them for a half. But again, you know, Georgia in the second half against these Alabama teams, they just they run out of gas. They just don't have the horses. And Alabama's defense is not good. Um, but Georgia just does not have the offense to take advantage of that. They started well. They had a lead. They looked competitive for two and a half quarters. They just, they don't have four quarters against that team. They just don't have it. I don't know what it is. So obviously Alabama, I mean, Clemson putting up 70. I know they played Georgia Tech, but still it's it's not against air. Sometimes you can't put up 70 points in right. practice. I mean, it, it's, it's really hard to do, but obviously the two best teams clearly, we haven't seen Ohio State play yet, but it's clearly Bama and Clemson. For like the sixth year in a row, it feels like. Um, And And I think there's a big drop off, by the way. After Alabama and Clemson, there's a big drop off. No, Ohio State's right there with them. The big drop off comes after number three. Oh, yeah. Let me put the disclaimer. Teams that have played yet. Teams that have played. Yeah, because Notre Dame barely got by Louisville 12 to 7. I mean, what was up with that? And the Canes are ranked eighth and they won again. So they're going to be, they're going to move up because North Carolina lost. What about that game? Let's go there. Florida State. They lost to Miami by 50. Like, Miami did whatever they wanted. North Carolina came in ranked fifth, and it was 31-7 at the half. I, I mean, Jesus, what happened there? I mean, we know Florida State, Willie Taggart destroyed that program. We know Norvell's going to turn it around. And they have athletes. They have NFL players. But they just haven't been able to put it together. And all of a sudden, 31-7 at the half, they did revert back to Florida State things. They lost the second half 21-0 and could have and should have lost that game. But, I mean, you got Florida State beating North Carolina. How about Auburn losing to South Carolina? So, uh, you know, Auburn goes down, North Carolina goes down, Georgia goes down. Um, You know, so there's a little bit of shakeup in the top 25 there. Uh, Well, not just the top 25, the top eight or nine. And, um, you know, that's what we got going on in the colleges. I mean, uh, again, clear head and shoulders, Clemson, Bama, and then you got Ohio State. But we're going to have some more teams to look forward to. We've got a lot this whole week to talk about uh, with, you know, the Big Ten coming back, the Pac-12, the MAC, the Mountain West. We've got a lot of new teams we're going to see on the boards that we haven't seen a lot of lately. But now let's go ahead and shift gears to the NFL. Now, i got to correct you a little bit. You, you yeah. talked about the high scoring. You really did talk about that. But unders went 8-4 and four yesterday, Okay. And we told you this was going to happen. We didn't know when, but we told you these games would start reverting back to the norm. All right, Chicago 23-16. I mean, Detroit-Jacksonville 34-16, even though it sounds high, the total was 53. 
Um, we're looking at the Giants, 20 to 19. I'll get back to Riverboat Ron, that moron, in a second. Um, Pittsburgh, 38 7. That's an under. Uh, we're looking at. That was at, so, such what, a mismatch there. What about oh uh, the Giants? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the Jets. We'll, we'll save that one too, 24 0. And your boys, the pathetic Patriots, we'll call them double P right now. 18-12. So unders did go 8-4 and four ATS against the spread, although some of them look kind of high because sometimes when you get a game in the 50s, that's an automatic over. Not this year. These games are lined 52-53, but we got a lot to talk about. I'll let you bring me anywhere, and then I'll, I'll jump in where I have to. Well, you're right. I, it did. They did go 8-4 and four as far as games staying under, and it's trending in that direction. I'm just still amazed that we do have, even if there's a couple of games that have just gone over. Yeah, like over the 42-36 and, and the yeah, 40 Yeah, Houston-Tennessee. You had uh, yeah, Cincinnati-Indianapolis combined for a lot of points scored. Yep. This was interesting yesterday. Um, you know, there was some talk about Matt Patricia maybe coaching for his job with the Lions. They took care of Jacksonville, who's, uh, you know, oh, come on. can we just you, forget you it with the media? think beating Jacksonville saved his job? I mean, if, now. if he has to beat Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, I think, can we put a cap on the Minshew mania? I mean, I think it's it's pretty much gone at this point. I mean, I'm more of can the, I tell you uh, something right Fitzpatrick now? magic at this if point. If he didn't have anything, a mustache... Yeah. You never even would have heard of him. That's that's what it's all about. It's just because he's got that dumb mustache. He's got no talent. He's not any good. He wasn't good in college. He threw the ball a lot in the Mike Leach system, and he had like a winning game, and he had a mustache. I mean, big deal. He stinks. He's horrible. Tennessee, though, on a positive note, they're really good. I mean, this is a really good football team. I mean, they're still undefeated. They managed to come back yesterday. The combo there between Tannehill, who has really elevated his game compared to what he used to be in the past, and well, that combo Brown with him, is huge. Brown is unbelievable. Oh, huge target. Huge target. And I don't know. Please find me someone who can actually slow down Derrick Henry because the guy right now is just total beast mode, well, crazy and, playing well. And a couple of things. Again, aimsystems.live is where you can find me and where you can find what we're playing. And we do have a doubleheader, which we're, we're jumping around, but we do have a doubleheader tonight, 5 o'clock Eastern and 8.20 Eastern, NFL Monday night doubleheader. So aimsystems.live is where you can find what we are on and what I am playing, what I'm playing with my own money. But you did talk about Houston. I, I'm going to wrap a couple of things. I'm going to go rapid fire because we've got a lot of things to talk about. But yeah, um, Adam Gase, it, it all comes back to Adam Gase. He destroyed Tanny Hill in Miami. He was horrible. He's the worst coach going right now because we got rid of Quinn. And they got a victory without him. We got rid of Bill O'Brien, and they got a victory without him. So both teams got a victory right away after they fired their coach. Gase is next. He's Has atrocious. He's a disaster. But listen, he coached Ryan Tannehill. Garbage over there. He coached Kenyon Drake. The guy goes to Arizona. He's like an all-pro running back. Devontae Parker, when Gase leaves, he's an amazing wide receiver with the Dolphins. How about the fact Le'Veon Bell just just gets destroyed because he doesn't know how to use them. If you play for Gase, you were terrible, and you went elsewhere, you're flourishing. And if you go to Gase, you're the worst player in the world. Like Sam Darnold has completely regressed. He showed skills in his rookie year, even though they were terrible. He showed that he can move the team. I remember that famous Darnold-Baker-Mayfield Thursday night game where there was the two rookies going head-to-head. And, you know, a lot of things. Gase has got to go. You can't lose 24-0 to the friggin' Miami Dolphins. I mean, I love the Dolphins. I know you're my team, my city, you know, ride or die with the Dolphins, but they're not a shutout. This is not the 86 Bears or the 99 Ravens. I mean, this is the Miami Dolphins. You can't 
convert a third down. You can't score a single point. Then he trots out the kicker down 24 nothing, and that goes wide left. He can't even get off the – he can't even get the points. You get shut up. We, we called this. We said he, he should be able to survive because they're allowing him to make personnel moves. But when you lose 24-0 to the Miami Dolphins, it's inexcusable. 0-6 straight up, 0-6 ATS. But again, I'm going to go back to Tennessee because I know there's this yeah. love affair with analytics and you know what you're supposed to do and what you're not. And there's also By the football. way, with now, the Jets, real quick with the Jets, yeah. would Clemson beat the Jets? No, come on. Don't even ask these dumb questions. Clemson yes, would not would. beat the Jets. They'd be a 20-point underdog to the Jets. You got to understand, Clemson may send nine guys to the NFL. Guess what? The Jets have 53 NFL players on their roster. Clemson is not sending 53 guys to the pros next year. It's just not going to happen. It's a dumb argument. You got me me all rattled because I hear this every single time. There's an 0-6 team, and can Bama beat the Colts? Can Bama beat the... Jaguars can Bama beat now it's the Jets whoever your your team the Dolphins you know can Bama yeah. beat the Dolphins no you got 53 pros on the roster you may have nine or ten from Clemson and that's a lot and again you don't understand the talent gap it's a nice talk and you, you know me I'm not one of these you know they get these talking heads on the radio and talking points I just crush all the I can't stand those talking points that they send out there but then now you got me all excited Brad so I know I know we're, we're gonna go have back to, to Tennessee yeah we're yes, gonna go have to, to do Tennessee. this all right I, you know, analytics, there's a new wave and, and I, I have, obviously I agree. You need to follow the analytics at times, but also this is a football game. It's not played with computers and I don't care what they try to, when the new analytics says, when you score a touchdown to go up seven, go for two and you end the game. This moron kick the extra point, go up eight against Tennessee. Cause you know why you need, they need to score a touchdown. Then they need a 50, 50 two point conversion just to force overtime. When he went for two, to go up nine, and I know what they're going to say, oh, we need two yards, and we go up nine, we win the game. Well, guess what? You didn't get two yards, and you didn't win the game, all right? You need to kick that point, force them, because you could see Tennessee just got like a a second wind of life when they said, oh, crap, we're only down seven. All we got to do is score a touchdown, and they did the right thing because they're the better team. They kicked the extra point to go into overtime. They didn't go for two like that riverboat Ron clown in Washington. Again, there's things where analytics will tell you what to do, and there's other things that's football. You're Washington. You stink, okay? You can't gain yards. You got lucky to be where you were. You scored 19 points. You think you're favored to get a two-yard, two-point conversion with that offense? No. If you're the 99 Ravens, you kick and you play defense, you play overtime. If you're the 99 Rams, you know, and you got the greatest show on turf, or if you're the Patriots with Brady, or you got Peyton Manning, okay, go for two. Because you have a chance to cover, you know, every two-point conversion isn't the same. So if they say NFL average is 52.5%, well, yeah, but it depends on if you're an offensive team or you're a defensive team. The Redskins went for the win, and again, there was 34 seconds left, Brad. So even if they get it, who's to say the Giants don't come down with three timeouts and kick a field goal to beat you anyway? Which happened in a game last year with the Bears. I don't remember who they were playing. But the Bears had a game like that last year where the guy went for two and got it, and they were all ecstatic, and everybody's going crazy. I think it was the Bears and the Broncos. But you know what? There was too much time on the clock. And the Bears, yeah, Fangio went for two, got it. And then the Bears came went down and kicked the field goal to win it. And I'm like, you know, these guys don't bring up the – it wasn't the last play of the game. There wasn't two seconds on the clock. Even if you make it, you still may not win the game. So that's why I don't agree with this. I got Romeo Cornell 
old school clown. Get him out of here. He doesn't belong. I got Ron Who Rivera, old school clown. Does he? He thinks like he's an old school conservative defensive minded coach that looks yeah. at some analytics to try to impress his owner and his GM and be like, oh, I'm supposed to go for two here to make me look cool. Like no, just like last night in the baseball game, and I don't want to talk about baseball t- but tomorrow. You know, when, when when I was thinking when they were like the announcers were like, maybe you try a squeeze here. The only time you ever try a squeeze, if you're the manager and you want to tell everyone how smart you are, because it's the dumbest play in the world. And if it works, everyone talks about you for two weeks, like you're the best man. So people do these shock things just for so we can talk about it. He's not interested in winning that game. Ron Rivera made a dumb call. Tennessee, uh, Houston made a dumb call there. And, you know, again, I, I can't stand. I love NFL. I love football. AIMSystems.live, if you can't tell my passion over here. But I hate dumb decisions, and I hate stupid coaches that really can cost people a lot of money. Now, I, I know they don't make decisions to cost people money. But when you're betting and you're just hoping someone can just do what they're supposed to do and they can't do it, because we had over 42. I mean, this is full disclosure. We did lose the game. We had over 42 in the Giants and the, Red, and the Redskins game. If he kicks the extra point, this goes overtime. And guess what? It lands 43 or more. And we get a winner. I got a loser, so I'm ripping him a little harder than I would normally. Over 42 is a lock if he just kicks the point. It's again, justified. It, <laughs> it's, uh, it really is. He, uh, by the he, way, how surprised were you that Green Bay got blown out by the Bucks? Not surprised at all. I mean, uh, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. I'm surprised they got blown out. I am not surprised they lost. I think I've been telling you that they're frauds, that they're not been. doing I've been but telling you the Packers points. are frauds. I did not see that coming. I mean, they were up 10-0, and then I looked up, and it was 38-10. It was like a 38 nothing run. Um, that that was a little ridiculous. A couple of scores like Cincinnati being up 21-0 on, uh, on Indianapolis and then losing the game. I'm not shocked that they lost. I was shocked that they were up 21-0 at any point in that game. The Jets getting shut out. And again, you've been noticeably quiet. I, I said something earlier on the show, and it's like you didn't hear me or you didn't want to hear me when I said the pathetic Patriots. Let, I'll let you take Not that much one. to say. Well, it's interesting. You did you brought up you know the the deal with the the Washington and uh, the Giants game with the the two point deal and and how we've seen that with some other games. This game had that too. They Patriots went for two early when they were down. It was I believe it was eighteen to nine. You kick the extra point there, make it a one score game. Yes, they decided exactly. to go for two. Yeah. It was so stupid and. Obviously, Belichick's not trying to impress anyone there. I don't know what they were doing. It didn't make any sense. Completely flat. I mean, you know, I would say that the fact they didn't practice much had something to do with it. But then look at Tennessee. They didn't have much practice over the last couple of weeks either. So I don't know. They got a lot of injuries. They got a lot of guys shuffling in and out of that offensive line there. I still think this is going to be a good team. I think this is going to be a playoff team. They're just kind of working through some things. They got to get the COVID deal under. I mean, yeah, they no, got to get guys. I, I think they're a good team, and they got a, the, the best coach out there. But you know what's funny? This is like a race that Tom Brady has to win. It's like who can win the title first? You remember Shaq and Kobe when they yes. split up? It's like who can win the title first? And good for those guys. They both won a title separately, and I was happy to see that. You know, um, Shaq got there first with with the Heat, but still, they both got one. This is like a race because Brady's got like this year, maybe next year. I know people talking he can play till he's 44 or whatever. He's probably got this year and next year tops. Belichick can coach forever. So Brady, you know, it, it's the whole who's going to win without the other first. And right now it's looking like Brady's got the upper hand there. It looks like Brady is uh, that team is for real. And again, we talked about Brady and the receivers. I did tell you that defense was tenacious. They're ferocious. They are. And uh, we do have some frauds out there that we didn't even talk about. 
There's the Chicago Bears. They just keep winning with this voodoo magic. And, uh, you know, they beat Carolina. They big deal. I mean, Nick but, Foles, that's his thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All he does Pretty is tense. win, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, but, you know, uh, again, aimsystems.live is where you can find us and where you can find what we are on and what we are playing with our own money, where we put our money where our mouth is. You know, we have generous competitive pricing, a money management system that is second to none, and a great technology that makes it easy to follow and fun to watch and fun to play. And we do have two games tonight that we would like you to come check us out. But uh, again, we we don't have a lot of time to pump in a lot of stuff. I mean, what else? We didn't even talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, that's a team that might be for real right there. I mean, Baker Mayfield, again, he's he's the king of crushing crappy teams, and he makes his stats look good. But against Pittsburgh and against Baltimore, I don't know. It's like 80 to 20 is like the combined score with those two teams. I mean, yeah, it, really. it, it's it's just he's not ready for the big bright lights, and neither no, is that. No, that was team. obvious yesterday. Yeah. 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 Pittsburgh, to me, it's been a whole lot of addition by subtraction just over the last year or two by getting rid of guys like Bell over the last couple of years, getting rid of Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. Just kind of creating a better a locker chase room play there, pool. So. Look at that. I mean, Jesus, where did this guy come from? I mean, I know out he of, went to Notre out Dame. Out the blue. I know he was a second round draft pick, but four touchdowns last week. And then this week he's like featured. He's getting end around, scoring touchdowns on runs, making big grabs all over the place. And he's a giant beast. Uh, I mean, they got some good and, weapons there. They really do. And and again, I know I always make fun of you, and I always call you an Eagle fan. You're not an Eagle fan. You're just from that area. But uh, what happened there? Like, Baltimore did whatever they wanted. It was like 20 to 0, and then I look up, and they're going for a two-point conversion to tie the game. I mean, I don't know what they did. Baltimore just, I don't know if they just fell I asleep and they, they the couldn't Eagles. turn it off. I, I can't figure them out. They're a weird team. I mean, for stretches, they look like they're the they could be the worst team in the league. And Carson Wentz looks like he could be the worst quarterback. But then all of a sudden, like he might be more of a Jekyll and Hyde than Jay Cutler. Like, well, really, I mean, it's like amazing. They can turn it on and they can play well. I mean, they beat San Francisco. We still can't figure out that one from a couple weeks ago. I don't know. They're they're a weird team, and it's just it's bizarre because it's the worst division in football. Obviously, the NFC East. They're going to be there all year yeah, long. Yeah, I'm not going to call Carson so. Wentz a Jekyll and Hyde. I just think, I mean, his receivers. It's like he's throwing to me and you, Brad. This guy Fulgham, who's like his go-to guy that he looks at it all the time. He was like a Bears practice squad member. He couldn't even make the practice squad for the Bears. It's, it's not like the, it's pretty the rough. Bears. It's not like they're a plethora of wide receivers out there. They cut him. I mean, he's got no Deshaun Jeffrey, uh, no Alshon Jeffrey, no Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Ertz goes down hurt. He's got Greg Ward, who's a converted quarterback from the University of Houston. Fulgham, like I said, I, I, a practice squad guy that got cut. And I swear to you, it's like his go-to guy. It's like his Antonio Brown. He's looking to him on every play, on every snap. I mean, he's Carson Wentz, he's got up. nobody to throw to. So the jury's still out on it. I do like Wentz. I think he shows that he belongs and he's got all the skills. It's just like, give him some players, man. I mean, they they complained about Aaron Rodgers in you know, the draft, not drafting any players. He would love to have like a Devontae Adams or but a, see, a to me, that's Valdez the difference, Scantling. though. That's the difference, there between a Rodgers and like a Wentz and other guys who they they do they do the best with what they have, and it's these two find ways to win games, and they're not. I mean, this team is lucky they've won a game at this point. Yeah, they just there's right. more there's more pro, It's more of a whole roster problem in Philly than any than just the quarterback. But yeah, they're they're going to be there. That's the crazy thing. They're going to be around in this division because it's so bad. Dallas playing tonight. I don't know if I particularly like them in this spot. 
I like yeah. Arizona at the moment, so we'll see that. It's going to be Let's interesting. Let's do this. Tonight. I mean, uh, we, 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 we talked about enough. We could save some more for tomorrow if we have to kind of bounce around. But tonight, uh, we're not going to give anything out here, but we're just going to run the card down for you. So at 5 o'clock Eastern, you got the Chiefs at the Bills. The Chiefs are a 5.5-point favorite and 55.5 on the total. Again, I think the uh, roadmap on how to beat the Chiefs is out there, and that's to play keep away. So – Actually, you know what? I said we're not going to play anything. Go ahead. Go ahead and bet under 55 and a half in the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs game. See if you can't pad that bankroll for the second game. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and bet under. I think that they're going to try to ground and pound, keep KC off the field, because that seems to be the only way that you can beat them. you got to just kind of play ball control. Uh, and then the second game, we have Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is actually a one-point favorite with a total of 55. Uh, no Dak Prescott, obviously, but Andy Dalton, more than capable backup. I, I, I mean, I want Dak to get paid, and I, I really hope it works out for Dak, but I was never a Dak fan. I thought he was overrated. They had the best offensive line. I still, to this day, all right, and no one's going to convince me otherwise, when Romo got hurt and Prescott came in, if they go back to Romo, they win the Super Bowl that year. They had Ezekiel Elliott. They had the best offensive line in football. Dak never got touched. I think if they went back to Romo, I think they win the Super Bowl that year. So I was never really a Dak fan. Um, Dalton, again, serviceable backup. He can probably do the same thing as Dak. I don't think there's much of a drop-off. You know, 1-55 and 55 tonight. Not sure who's going to win that game. Go ahead and bet the Chiefs game to go under. And then watch the second game. Like I said, take out your notes. Maybe you can pick up something for something down the line, me the next week or the week after. Again, aimsystems.live is where you can find me. And we have all of the competitive pricing and money management and computer technology behind us. AIMSystems.live is where you can find us. Brad, I've said a lot. I've said enough. And we'll talk about the baseball tomorrow. Looking forward to it. World Series gets underway tomorrow and Tuesday. Should be fun. Thanks, Jerry. We'll talk to you again real soon. I'm Brad Dalius. Keep living the dream, everyone.